Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You already know the fun of Kings Island. Blue ice cream for lunch, catching your breath between screams on the beast. But this summer at Kings Island, this is 50. Don't miss their 50th anniversary celebration all summer long with new shows, new food, and new fun. It's Kings Island's biggest summer yet. And now through August 14th, Kings Island is turning up the excitement with a daily 50 years of fun street party. It features dancers, music, and more commemorating the last 50 years. Make plans today at visitkingsisland.com. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Podcast with your host, Larry Lease. Come join us as Cinema Gold dives into the latest Hollywood films and news. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show Podcast. I'm your host, Larry Lease. Today's episode, we dive into the latest box office news coming from A Quiet Place 2, as well as give our review of the season finale. Mighty Ducks Game Changers as well as our review of The Bad Batch. So come join us and let's get into it. Hollywood is finally back in business and not a moment too soon. After 14 long months of darkened marquees and skittish moviegoers who opted to stay home and stream due to COVID-19, Memorial Day weekend arrived just at the nick of time. In normal years, the holiday, which unofficially kicks off summer, has provided Hollywood with one of its biggest and busiest periods on the calendar. But the past year has been anything but normal, and few knew what to expect coming into the long weekend. Well, it turns out the box office exceeded all industry expectations, thanks to the one-two blockbuster punch of Paramount's A Quiet Place 2 and Disney's Cruella, which both had stronger than expected debuts. In fact, it was the first weekend in more than a year 
where the total domestic box office surpassed 100 million. Winning the holiday weekend by far was the John Krasinski directed follow up to 2018 surprise horror hit A Quiet Place. The eagerly anticipated sequel scared up 48.4 million in a three day window between Friday and Sunday. Estimates for the PG 13's four day haul puts it at 58.5 million, making it the biggest domestic opening of the pandemic era. The previous record holder was Warner Brothers Godzilla vs. Kong back in 2021. While early industry projections had the Emily Blunt starring sequel landing in the 30 million range over its first three days, Quiet Place 2 easily blew past those predictions and landed in the top spot with plenty of breathing space to spare. In fact, the movie's Memorial Day weekend tape nearly matched the original's 50.2 million opening in 2018. Follow-up opened with a staggering $12,985 per screen, averaging in 3,726 theaters. Both critics and audiences seemed equally impressed with the film, giving it a 91% score on Rotten Tomatoes. Originally scheduled to hit theaters back in 2020, Quiet Place 2 is one of the first major studio pictures to be postponed due to the pandemic. While many studios chose to steer their 2020 films over various streaming platforms, bypassing limited capacity theaters, Paramount's gamble to hold the film for a theatrical release until the pandemic began to recede seems to have paid off handsomely. Blunt and company should now have plenty of time to pad their film's already impressive numbers since it will be available solely on the big screen for 45 days before moving over to Paramount Plus streaming service. In the runner-up spot was Disney's Cruella, an origin story starring Emma Stone about the rise of 101 Dalmatians' puppy-hating villain Cruella. The PG-13 rated film also came out of the gate to solid numbers despite being available on Disney Plus for an additional $30 fee. Cruella pulled in $21.3 million in the first three days of the long weekend earning a 5,472 per screen average in nearly 4,000 locations. Its four-day gross is projected to hit 26.5 million. The film currently has a 72% score on Rotten Tomatoes. One interesting footnote, female ticket buyers turned out to be a critical factor in the holiday weekend's booming business, with women making up 53% of A Quiet Place's two audience and 64% of Cruella. In third place was Lion Gates' flick Spiral, which took in just under 2.3 million over the weekend's three days in North America. In fourth place was Jason Statham's Wrath of Man, which added 2.1 million domestically, which is a 29.5% dip from the previous weekend. The film has a 698 per screen average in a little more than 3,000 theaters. Its four-weekend total now sits at $22.1 million. Rounding at the top five was Disney's Raya and the Last Dragon. In the 13th week, the PG-rated computer-animated film added just under $2 million domestically, thanks to an increased 19.7 bump over the previous session. Meanwhile, the latest Fast and Furious sequel, F9, continues to burn rubber overseas. While the Vin Diesel star will not cross the starting line or on our shores until June 25th, it has already zipped past the 200 million line in its first two weeks playing abroad. Its current international gross is just 
eight markets is a whopping 229 million in counting. Game Changers Season 1 Game Changers ended its season on a high note The Don't Bothers are fighting their way through the state tournament But Sophie's knee injury is getting bad Fortunately, as the Mighty Ducks shows over and over again This team has become a family And they're all going to support each other by any means necessary For the past several episodes I applauded the Mighty Ducks for breaking past the tropes that initially captivated me, pushing itself into being something more groundbreaking. In the season finale, though, I'm more than glad to say that it has reached its zenith, so lush with tropey goodness while still treading new ground in the same episode. In the interest of remaining spoiler-free, the first half of the episode does not go as expected. It happens much faster than anticipated using a bit of an awkward video montage, but it's totally an unexpected twist. Then it settles into a perfect display of all the tropes that make sports stories so good. There's drama, suspense, and oodles of inspiration and love for one another. Nearly all of the cast's personal arcs reach a new high in this episode. Players who had a low confidence as players and as friends get opportunities to be stars. Evan and Sophie's mutual crushes get treated like the 12-year-olds they actually are. Even the Mighty Ducks parents and players start to show real sign of growth. The only complaint I really want to lodge is how much Sam's growth feels minimal compared to everyone else, especially being the only black player on the team and pretty much the whole show. Truly, the beauty of this series has been its ability to provide a classic sports story of underdogs and misfits while still feeling completely fresh and exciting week to week. I could never have seen coming the way this season ends. And yet, even if I had, I would have been equally satisfied. It's a testament to how strong the themes and the actors were that no matter what could have happened, I still would have been gushing about the series and its setting. I hope the show receives many more seasons and offers its character chances to continue growing as a team and as individuals. Teams are about the unit, but they're also important for individual growth. I hope as the cast inevitably gets bigger that none of these great characters get left behind. Showing how they learn and grow together and on their own as they grow into teenagers and have all be assortments of lessons to learn and tropes to act now would be absolutely spectacular. The Mighty Ducks Episode 10 is a perfect ending to an outstanding series. It offers an immaculate mix of subverted and fulfilled expectations resulting in the best possible ending for a show that more than deserves one. You can catch The Mighty Ducks Game Changers Episode 10 now on Disney+. Plus. And now on to our review of The Bad Batch. Warning, this review contains spoilers of the latest episode, Rampage. Save the kid, that sounds easy, right? In the latest episode of Star Wars The Bad Batch, the team has to find more information about the bounty hunter on the trail of Omega. On Echo's intel, they travel to the desert planet of Ord Mantel to seek an informant. Sid, once trusted by the Jedi for intel, 
and when you know it, they have to do a job for her in return. Retrieve a kid by the name of Muchi from Zagarian slave traders. It's an opportunity for Omega to learn about the unpleasant corners of the galaxy. What's a slave trader, Omega inquires. So thus she finds out that slavery, where people are sold as property, is something that exists in the galaxy. Even Echo looks guilty that they're mainly motivated by creds and liberating the soul is secondary. Text detached line, we've never been tasked with rescuing a child from slave traders before, so there is no data I can compare it to. It's more for the audience than for the batch to think over themselves. But despite these spots of introspection in Tamara Betcher Wilkinson's script Rampage, is more focused on grabbing the bounty and less on the state of the galaxy. And the Bad Batch have no moral delay in freeing other potential slaves. Not in their job rescue queue. Thankfully, the episode demonstrates the lessons we learned in Cornered, after their run-in with a certain fan-favorite assassin. Smarter preparations are made, they equip, equip Omega with Crosshair's old risk comm, and coach her to follow safety standards. Don't wander off. Trust no one but my squad. She obeys reluctantly when Hunter orders her to go back to the ship, and she only emerges to save the day when said safe area is compromised. The kid is revealed to be, well, a formidable rancor, though small by rancor standards, but is still that nasty beast first introduced back in Return of the Jedi. The Bad Batch placate her and return her to Sid's client, Bib Fortuna, none other than the right-hand man of Jabba the Hutt. Sid gives Hunter the identity of the bounty hunter they've been looking for, Fennec Shand. Although they don't know who hired her, sources here came from the bounty hunter guild, the guild that employed the Mandalorian. Although we're led to believe it's likely the Kaminions who hired Fennec, it's possible the show is toying with expectations about the identity of the person after Omega. Though it bears introspective potential, especially through Echo's reaction to their mission motive, Rampage does not match cut and run and replacements, both of which sees the opportunity to effectively parallel the rearranging galaxy with the personal transition for the Bad Batch. The episode at least develops the Batch's growing trust in Omega while focusing on the path of their new normal. That they have to become mercenaries to survive in the galaxy. In Hunter's words, they're not swimming in creds or friends. Rampage contains one character moment that stands out. Omega sitting a white armored clone soldier doll on the batch's standard black and announcing, now she's a bad batcher. It's a familiar moment for Star Wars fans or someone in the fandom. Adopting a character template and altering them into your own image. And that's all we have for today's episode. Let us know your thoughts on the topics we covered by sending us a tweet at Cinema Gold Show. And be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for watching Cinema Gold Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Cinema Gold 2. Become a patron on our Patreon at patreon.com slash cinema gold. Send us a voice message and be featured on an upcoming episode through anchor.fm slash cinema gold.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.